Gray Podcast, episode five. It's October 19th. Unfortunately, still in 2020. Mm-hmm. Still here. And uh, T and Striker are back for more. We are. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like sometimes you get caught watching me as if you're watching a show happen. Yeah. And then you I'm realize, the oh, wait, I'm on the show also. Yeah, for sure. Even when you started right away, I thought, oh, like, oh, we're, we're on air. Yep. Just thought I'd jump right into it. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so let's do just that. Let's, uh, let's jump into it. How's, uh, how's the week been? What kind of thoughts you've been going through this week? How you been feeling? Uh, pretty lazy this week mm-hmm. slash trying to be more efficient with my time. Okay. So obviously I spent a lot of time in the kitchen, just being more effective with that of making one big thing. Um, like one yeah. big meal, one big meal, one big thing of soup for me and Quinn or, um, uh, just marinating a bunch of things at once kind mm-hmm. of thing. Um, trying to do that just to be more efficient with my time, but also feeling super lazy today. Didn't care to ride the bike yesterday at all. Didn't care to do it today. Wait, did you ride yesterday? No, I was supposed to. What'd you do yesterday? I did upper body, but like oh, yeah. getting on a bike just seemed like so much more but Why would you gonna do a, the bike, a bike ride also? Because I missed an extra day this week. Oh, okay. You don't just double up. That's not how it works. Well, upper body and cycling can go in the same day. Number one. Number yeah, two, yes. I'm just at home all the time, so... Stuff you to do? Yeah. Mm. Um, yeah, I don't know. I'm just feeling, uh, maybe it is the weather. I don't know, but I've been feeling very lazy. Mm-hmm. Um, <clears throat> super tired, not really wanting to get out of bed, but obviously you have to. Um, yeah. And I guess the other thing that's been on my mind a lot this week was, um, just planning things and not even just future planning of like, when we're going to buy a house, all that kind of stuff, but also... If shit hits the fan, what are we going to do? Mm-hmm. I know what you mean. So, yeah. <laughs> I feel like my head's been like, we're going to have to live in a village for sure. And Quinn's <laughs> never going <laughs> to see other children. We'll just go to, we'll just go live with my mom in Africa. It's yeah, fine. I literally have had that thought of like, would I be able to do that? Um, yeah. Oh, yeah, you'd be fine. To live in Ghana? Yeah. Because you're white or because of the conditions? Um, It's just so far from what I know. You'd be fine. Um, you'd love it. You'd be like, oh, on like natural earth and like holistic Okay, but you grounds. left after like two days. So what, yeah. the, what, what am I hopeful for? I couldn't. It just, I, you know what it was? I just, I just wasn't prepared mentally to be there. Yeah. Yeah. And I think Vey was like. One, you said. Yeah, like one at that point. Yeah. Anyway. But yeah, so maybe I've just been all over the place this week of, um, you know, thinking we're going to have to live in some tiny ass village or thinking like, when are we going to buy a house and exactly how much we need to put away each week and mm-hmm. um, just kind of planning for that, planning for Quinn going to school, which our neighbor was asking about us about, which was kind of funny. Oh, oh yesterday? Yeah. yeah. So when are you going to take her to school? Hmm. Um, that's a good question. Yeah. So that's been kind of my week, my mental space, a little yeah. bit of everywhere. Well, I hear you. I mean, I think I... I second that notion with the whole, like, for me, just weather and work, kind of going back and forth of, like, kind of what I was saying last time, kind of wanting a bit of a break, but also, you know, really appreciative and just glad that I kind of still feel like I have the opportunity to have a full work week and that kind of thing. Um, so this week coming up, though, it's been, it looks like it's going to be pretty rainy, so I, I guess I'm going to kind of get a little bit more of a break, which is, is what it is, really. Um... But even just with work, like, 
kind of stemming into what you're saying about when shit hits the fan, what are we going to do? Um, referring to like COVID and, you know, shit being locked down and gyms being closed and whatnot. Obviously, that affects our business as mm-hmm. um, personal trainers and whatnot. So, so, yeah, I've been thinking about that too and just trying to um, <laughs> just, you know, seeing where else we can kind of expand our creativity or just things like that. So even yeah. with the podcasts, like just trying to kind of be on top of it and um, just make it be something that, I, you know, we're proud of and, and something that if it does become something more, um, just kind of being prepared for that, you know? Yeah. So, and I think with any kind of, anything in the digital space takes obviously years um, to get to any point like that, typically, but um, I think it just feels good doing something, working towards something else that really yeah. doesn't require. For sure. You know, like That's the government a big thing saying for me. something. Yeah, yeah. Uh, just being able to do it, have that freedom to kind of do what you want to do. Mm-hmm. And that's been like, just for me anyway, a huge restrictive feeling of not being able to even go to the gym or not being able to you know, train certain clients, you know, that I've been training for 10 years, but they're afraid to leave the house. Yeah. Like, that's just crazy. Um, yeah. Yeah. It's weird. Definitely is weird. Yeah. Um, but yeah, also, same, uh, with the planning for the future, that's something I've been thinking about a lot more now. Like I was telling you earlier, I was kind of looking at houses, and I think it's good to... Obviously, I've been looking at cars as well. <laughs> but, <laughs> that never stops. Yeah, never but I just think it's good to do that stuff because it, you know, you start to frame it in your mind of, you know, starting to narrow down specifics to that goal. And I mm. think it's important to do that. I think a lot of times in society, we, you know, we won't really look into something until we feel we have the means to get it. Yeah, for sure. But I think it's also important to like, you know, let's say one day we have, we have a goal to have a house in Hawaii or whatever. Like, start looking for it now. Yeah. Look explore you know it's not like you have to do anything right now just because you're looking so i i feel Mm -hmm. like that's kind of the doing that stuff now more so is putting me in that headspace to kind of being like okay you know you start looking at the numbers and you're like okay like you start to kind of make it an actual goal yeah so you know with with the car and and, in the house that's those are definitely things that i kind of have in my crosshairs now and i and i think you just start to realize how your behavior changes and conforms towards how much you want those goals. Oh, for sure. I don't want anything else. Yeah. Even when you were giving me a birthday present, I thought, this isn't what I want. I want a car. I want a house. Yeah. Um. So, yeah. I, I think those are things that I've kind of been swirling with this week. But, um, yeah. Yeah, for sure. Mm-hmm. Um, I guess we'll start with cup of tea. Yep. Cool. The cup of tea segment. So that's where tea goes into whatever she has on her mind. So what do you want to share with the audience today? Well, today I thought I'd go over some immune booster. Um, things that you can do at home, things you can eat, things that will kind of help your immune system. Obviously, majority of the population is panicked right now of not wanting to get COVID and trying to be extra cautious. Mm-hmm. Um, so I thought that would be a good topic. Especially because you don't hear any media outlets talking about health and nutrition in this time. No. And that's one thing I find really funny is how they're closing down the gyms. I feel like they're just going to make everybody fat and lazy. Um, And I don't know. It just makes me think of a lot of hospitals because, 
you know, people who are in the hospital, the food they feed him, feed them are pretty much crappy, refined, sugary types of foods. And I find that so interesting of, you know, we're here to take care of you, but we're also feeding you death. Right. Um, so, yeah, I think it's more super important to kind of get more information out there, how you can take care of yourself other than using hand sanitizer and wearing a mask. So get that pen and paper ready. Um, yeah, so key nutrients that you kind of want to look for are zinc, vitamin C, B vitamins, A, and vitamin E. And so typical foods that you would want to eat are turkey, beans, broccoli, um, pumpkin seeds are a great one, um, lentils, asparagus, your B vitamins are huge because it actually will help your energy system as well. Um, and they're key factors in your immune system. Um, so that would include your lentils, green peas, salmon, things like that. And, um, eggs, which we go through how many eggs a week? Oh, like two, three dozen? Yeah. No, more than that. It's like almost five a week. Well, I eat five eggs a day. So, uh, yeah, I guess that makes sense. I alone then would go through like three cartons a day. Yeah, a week. A week, for sure. Yeah. And when Bay's here, I think we do six. Yeah. Um, yeah. So eggs, ghee, sweet potato, spinach. Um, avocado was a huge one, too. Uh, almonds and olive oil. So those are all good foods that you can kind of incorporate in your daily um, meal planning, if you plan meals. Um, and key things to kind of get rid of or avoid or to incorporate in your routines our sugar would be the number one thing on the list to avoid sugar. So I'll be devil's ad. I'll be the yes, typical person. Yeah. So, okay. But well, when you say sugar, like, cause for some reason the person's dumb. So when you say sugar, like, do you mean all sugar? Isn't sugar good for like energy? Uh, no dummy. Um, you're, Whoa. is that how you talk to your clients? <laughs> Maybe that's why you're not working as much. <laughs> Could you imagine? That'd be really funny if you were hiding that from me the whole time. Yeah, yeah. Like you actually had tons of opportunities, but yeah. you're just so mean to your clients. That's why that I train my just... clients so early, so you can't hear me. Yeah, that'd be a really funny thing. Yeah. Um. No, sugar's a huge one. Sugars, sugar will, um, really affect your immune system. Can feed cancer. Can feed infections. Can feed, um, parasites. Can feed. Inflammation inflammation well it'll cause inflammation yeah um so okay well, well so when you say sugar you mean literally all sugar yeah literally. so sweet potatoes so that that's part of it for mm-hmm. sure but i mean main things you want to look up are like the syrupy type ones and things that are added into food okay um whereas fruit and sweet potatoes or root vegetables are kind of your better options and also taking fruit in moderation as well okay and anything like added in basically is what you want to avoid. Processed sugar, that's a huge one. Gotcha. So in the foods that you just listed, um, just kind of get them in wherever we can fit them in kind of thing. Like eat them in breakfast, lunch, and dinner, snacks, just wherever. Um, snacks you would want to eat. Um, that's where you would want to eat your your um, fruit. Okay. You would want to eat it away from food at least half an hour before or after. Okay, so um, rule of thumb for fruit, you think, would be eating it on its own? Yeah, absolutely. Why, why would you say that is? Because uh, it's digested differently than the way protein would be. It mm-hmm. um, goes through a different system. Um, well, it's all the same system, but it's broken down differently. Mm-hmm. Um, 
So if you're eating sugar or fruit with protein, it essentially pushes the protein along faster than it needs to be or than it has time to digest. And that's because the sugar is digested at a faster rate. Yeah. So the sugar process starts in your mouth, whereas the protein doesn't start to you're in your stomach. And when you say start, you mean start being digested? Yeah. Got you. Okay. Okay, that makes sense. Um, hmm. Yeah. Um, and another one that will kind of help go in hand in hand with sugar is um, having a good quality probiotic. So that's healthy bacteria in your gut, which we all need. Oh, man, that was a nasty <laughs> yawn. I'm sorry I looked over. Oh, that was a great yawn. I felt <laughs> it. I was trying to hide the sound, so I had to keep my mouth closed. But then my face did that weird mush-up thing mm-hmm. that you do when you yawn, but your mouth yeah. is closed. Your nostrils were so wide, but I your face was just completely non-neutral. <laughs> <laughs> my face is completely nostril? That's what I almost said. <laughs> funny anyway um yeah so a good probiotic would be important so sauerkraut would be a good option if you just want something that's kind of low-key easy um or if you need something a little bit more that would be um an actual probiotic from companies um like genestia or um like their hmf forte is like a really good basic level one to kind of start at okay and you always want to do a little bit at a time because if you kind of put too much of this healthy bacteria in, it kind of doesn't um, doesn't amalgamate. Amalgamate. Oh my god! Oh no! <laughs> I to say it. Not going to continue to eat. Amalgamate. Right. Oh. What was that? <laughs> Try again, bud. I don't know if I can. Nope. You're gonna. You're gonna. You're gonna. Amalgamate. <laughs> Oh my gosh. Is this your favorite part? This is my favorite part of the episode already. Say the word, dude. I can't. Do it. Yep. Amalgamate. What? Amalgamate? Say it it into the mic. Amalgamate. Okay. Sounded weird, but you got it right. Yeah, I feel like I'm saying it weird. Now say it in the sentence. The bacteria doesn't amalgamate properly. Ugh. Lord help me. In your gut, it won't um, create a good ecosystem, essentially. Um, it, can, it throws off the balance of good, bad bacteria. Gotcha. Because um, we do need both. Yeah, absolutely. And um, another one would be, another tip that you can kind of add into your diet are quality fats. Um, so that would be like olive oil, coconut oil, avocados. Um, those kind of should be your primary um, sources of fat. Mm-hmm. And when you buy those things, you want to make sure they're like high turnover in the store. They haven't been sitting on a shelf for, you know, five weeks. Um, If you're buying like a nut butter, you want to make sure that if the oil and the actual nut is completely separated, chances are it's been sitting there for a very long time. Mm. Um, So you want to avoid things like that. Yeah. Yeah, that's a good one. Yeah. Um, yeah, so that's super important and it also is a good source of energy. So if you cutting down on your carb intake, um, or those sugars, you want to incorporate more fats. Um, and, oh, consumptions of, um, anti-infective foods. So this is super important too. Consumption of anti-infected foods? Yeah. Okay. So consume more anti-infective foods. So foods that will kill bacteria, kill um, infections kill um, bacterial bacteria, um, that type of thing. So those would be onions, mm-hmm. 
I don't know if you've ever seen those things. Uh, you can look it up on YouTube where um, they actually clean. They can if you have bacteria on your feet or mm-hmm. have um, what's it called? What's that gross thing? Athlete's foot. If you have athlete's <laughs> foot on your feet, yeah. as opposed to on your head. <laughs> yes. Got you. Um, people have been known Just... to like rub onions on their feet, and you can actually see the onion start to absorb the bacteria. That's disgusting. Yeah. And that's why with onions, you have to be super careful to not leave it open because bacteria will literally cling on to onions. So if you cut an onion and you just leave it on the counter, bacteria that's floating around will just like absorb into the onion. Damn. And that's why you'll never see me leave half an onion anywhere. If I see it, you're in trouble. <laughs> um, so onions are big. Garlic, cumin, curry. I'm sure you're tired of curry by now. I don't mind it. Um, just not on Quinn. <laughs> yeah, it just smells weird. I don't know. She smells like it now. Yeah, she weird. eats it all the time. Yeah. Um, <laughs> her so hair sad. smells like yeah. Her hair smells like curry. Yeah. And I'm like, is that her hair or is that her body? <laughs> like I don't know. Anyway. Um, coconut oil, turmeric, cloves—they're all great foods to incorporate in your diet. Cool. Um, drink lots of water, obviously. Of course, of course. So these are all immune boosting ideas and yeah. concepts yeah. that people should follow. Um, high should intake of vegetables. People underestimate that. Your friend being one of them. Dennis? Yes. Yeah. I had to let him know. <laughs> he needs to eat some vegetables for sure. Yeah, he eats carbs and protein. Yeah. yeah. He's a bodybuilder. Yep. Mm-hmm. Um, and yeah, so lots of color-rich foods, nutrient-dense foods like broccoli, um, I'm not going to throw kale in there. People throw kale in there and they don't realize how hard it is in the digestive system. Right. So take kale out of your damn diet. Well, I won't say take it out, but just... It's really hard on your digestive system. Take it out, eh? People shouldn't really be eating it like that. Okay. Guarantee when they poo with it, you Mm -hmm. can see it in the poo. Oh, like when they poo with it, like they go to the toilet and they're holding a kale in their hand, pooing together with the kale? (laughs) No. Or when they poo after they've eaten kale? After they've eaten it. Got you. Um, so yeah, incorporate some good, like, veggie stews and soups and that type of thing. Cool. Uh, and I guess last two, I'll say, are, um, quality meats. Um. So organic? Organic, and I will say especially the fatty meats. You want to go organic. Mm. Because. (laughs) Because, um. Animals and people, like, their environmental toxins are absorbed in fat cells. So, especially animals who are lowered to the ground and constantly outside, um, they're going to absorb all those toxins, essentially. So, it'll be stored in the fat. So, if you're buying factory farm animals or meats, um, chances are that it's full of environmental toxins, especially pigs. Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. Love me some bacon. mm Mm-hmm. And that's the one thing that with all my clients, I understand that majority of people may not buy organic absolutely everything. Um, but that's one thing where I'm always like, if you're eating bacon, make sure it's organic. Mm-hmm. Bacon. <laughs> <laughs> you chuckle like that in front of them as well? <laughs> you say it and you chuckle? Yeah. Nice. Um, and the last thing I'll say is try to sweat. Sweat some. Sweat it out. Sweat out those toxins. Work out. Ride the yeah. bike. Do whatever activities you want to do. But True. Sweat it out. Yeah, it's a good one. Yeah. I'm going to do a bike ride tomorrow. That sound, ladies and gentlemen, was T I bet you that was quiet. I bet you that was quiet. Nope. I think that was a loud swallow. I think the world heard it. 
I was being quiet. All right, well, well, that was good. I think that was good for people to know in that rendition of a cup of tea. Let's move on to the gray zone. So the gray zone is where we kind of compare and contrast. <laughs> where we yell at each other. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. So our topic for today for the gray zone is holistic lifestyle practices versus the average everyday person, mm-hmm. right? So not necessarily somebody who's eating like complete garbage, but just someone that eats probably how you eat, listener. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like most people mm-hmm. just kind of, they indulge a bit, they understand how to eat well, they, you know, so we're going to kind of go into that and just discuss um, basically living together under those conditions and how the things that happen and, yeah. Ways that we can kind of show either side. I guess. Yeah. So. I feel like we're a pretty good example of this too. For sure. Because you're like the cleanest eater ever. Yeah. You only eat clean food. You only eat clean. That's not true. Today I had two things. Yep. You <laughs> let's, had. Let's count no, that in. So you had. Uh, so And this is this is how clean you eat. You don't even realize it. You had pizza from a vegan restaurant. <laughs> is that correct? Uh, yeah. And that's kind of crazy, right? That's kind of like living yeah. on the edge. Right. Pizza and for lunch? Pete, that's crazy. And then you had a poutine from another vegan restaurant. Yeah, but poutine's always shit, regardless of its... Like, the poutine cheese that I ate yeah. is actually worse than real cheese. But I love that poutine. It's so good. It's a really... It is actually it's really good. But my point is, most people would have probably went to Popeye's and got a good poutine and had pizza from, like, Pizza Hut. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So... Let's just calm it down. I'll represent <laughs> us as the unhealthy, and you'll just hold down the healthy side. Mm-hmm. So, um, one thing I'll go into to start is when you're living with somebody who is super clean eating, super holistic, super healthy, the grocery store, oh boy, um, <laughs> not so much going together, because if you're going together, they can kind of just get what they need. But when, for whatever reason, you have to, you know, let's say you're driving home and you got to make a stop to the grocery store and pick up a couple things. You can't just get what's on the list. You got to make sure that the label on the bottle of the thing you need matches the requirements of the holistic individual at home. Yeah, so, what's wrong with that? No, nothing wrong with it. But it's just, it's annoying. Mm-hmm. So very often, and what I've done to kind of help that, ladies and gentlemen, is I'll just FaceTime her in the grocery store <laughs> and just point it at the thing. No, no, you know what's funny about that? What? Is when you FaceTime me, so you have your phone yeah. in front of you, but you first turn it on where I'm literally seeing like the downside of your face, mm-hmm. and then you flip the camera, yeah, so I can see angry face and then just products. Yeah, good. <laughs> but it's just, it just, it just, cause, cause many times I'd come home with the wrong thing, mm-hmm. and then she'd be like, oh, you got the one with the two percent, I needed zero percent or whatever, right? So, I would recommend. Just FaceTime them from the grocery store. Have no shame. It's all good, right? Don't have fragile masculinity about it. And we'll get into what that means later. But just FaceTime them so they can see what's going on. Or another one that's good that would be a little bit more work for the person, the holistic person, is take a picture of the specific item that's needed. I did that last time for the yeah. spice. Oh, yeah, you did. Yeah, you did. Yeah, so what about you? What's something that you got for us? Um, Normal eaters. Well, I will say, educate yourself. Learn how to cook a little bit more. Like, nah. See, that's a funny thing to me, though, because you're consuming it every single day. You're not mm. a little bit curious of, like, what happens in your body, why you're feeling a certain way. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, okay. 
I guess, I guess I would say for the normal eaters, typically, they're not really concerned as much with, and not that it's a good thing, with, with eating the healthiest foods because it takes so much more attention. Yeah. Right? I get that. But I think... It's laziness at the end of the day. Yes, it is. And carelessness. But, okay, you are a perfect example. You as a trainer, mm-hmm. you wouldn't go lift 400 pounds every single day or 350. You wouldn't squat that every single day. I mean, but you can. Yeah, I can. You know what I mean? I definitely can. But that's how I see with food. Like, that's the impact it has on your gut. Mm-hmm. Having one day where I had pizza and poutine in one day. Wild, Wild day. <laughs> Crazy talk for me. Um, is obviously an impact on my gut. I mean, we saw 15 minutes after. No, actually, I was still eating the poutine where I was like, this is not going to end this well. This is not going to end well. Um, so but, the record, you're holding up okay. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but that's how I see it. Like, if I were to eat that every single day, that's the impact that I would have. And for that's, sure. for me, why I ended up with so many issues that I did, like, in my early 20s. Mm-hmm. No, for sure. I think I, I think as the quote unquote normal eater, it's not that we don't respect the holistic or healthy eater. It's just that we just can't care as much. Yeah. You know what I mean? I, I agree. And I think there's people who I, I think I fall in this category where I I I wouldn't call myself a healthy eater, but I wouldn't just be eating McDonald's. Like, I don't... Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like, I don't drink pop. Or I don't... I don't really... Once in a while, I will, of course. But for the most part, I think I eat pretty healthy. Yeah. For the most part. I just think whenever I do decide that I want something not healthy, I just get it. Yeah. Right? You're a very impulsive person with food. Yeah. And I think... I think there's two different types of people. I think there's that one person who is like you and like Sarah, who are just lean, naturally... You know, and don't really need to worry about your metabolism or mm-hmm. worry about other issues. Mm-hmm. Um, whereas other people kind of just numb themselves to not really realizing that they're feeling these um, either bloated or issues with their skin mm-hmm. or, you know, people don't really associate that with food. Um, so I think, you know, there's people who just don't put that much attention into it because right. they think it's not necessary or food can't really cause mm-hmm. a lot of the issues that are happening yeah okay well what's the point that you'd uh oh no well you said learn how to how to cook yeah okay um well i guess the next one i would say is you know as somebody who as the normal person you have less options at restaurants so it's like you know obviously if you're with somebody who's super healthy you're not going to go to like a sushi restaurant or you're mm-hmm. not going to go to uh, just certain restaurants that don't have healthy options, you know, I think, and I would say you're probably the first person I've been with that's where I've really, where that's now like actually a part of my life where the restaurant we select matters because there needs to be an option. Not that I'm mad at it, but there needs to be <laughs> options on the Not menu. that I hate my life or anything, but. <laughs> like there has to be, like I never even thought about that. Yeah. I would just think, let's just go to this restaurant, let's try it out. Mm-hmm. But now it's like, oh wait, can we go there? Because there needs to be. A certain amount of options i don't and and i actually don't like it when there's only like one option i think that's why yeah right so i think we always end up going to a vegan restaurant or something like that mm-hmm. which for someone like myself i'm pretty easy going when it comes to food so lucky for you but i would say for other people understand that you 
you are going to have less options like for restaurants. That's just, yeah. you know, if you care about the person you're with and want them to eat the way they eat. Yeah. Um, and I would put that for myself as well, something that's irritating because um, there isn't very many restaurants, and especially since COVID happened, you know, the two main restaurants we would go to mm-hmm. are, or order from anyway, are now closed. Mm-hmm. And um, I can see that kind of being an ongoing trend until things are kind of somewhat normal if that ever happens um but yeah less options is definitely a a factor um not even just like at a restaurant but just like if you want something quick and simple like if you're at the grocery store and you want something to go like even going to the healthy grocery store we went to today like there wasn't very many options of something i would enjoy eating right so um that's why i end up like cooking all the time and that would be my annoying thing i guess less options available so i end up cooking a lot more mm-hmm. all the time um yeah and then mine actually would be the same as yours here for like the guilt factor mm-hmm. and that's because i feel bad taking you to those restaurants and like um yeah i want you to have more options and especially when you're in a mood where you gotta have some kind of treat mm, i love a treat yeah you do so that's a big thing for you. I like the word treat. You do. <laughs> <laughs> you do. Um, <laughs> is that too strong? Go ahead. Um, yeah, so I'll, I'll kind of feel bad or want to kind of compromise the way that I'm eating so that you can eat something you want to eat. Mm-hmm. I find that I try to do that a lot, but I know you're just like, not happening. I think you're lying. We're going somewhere else. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, th- I think for me, the guilt is different than that, I guess. But I guess it's just the other side of that coin. Whereas for me, it's always like... Because um, I think naturally, if you're if you're with somebody or have a friend or in somebody in your life who is doing something the right way, whether it be working out or whether it be, you know, responsible with their money or eating healthy or whatever, if they do it better than you, naturally, you, you understand that like, huh, I should aspire to be to do it that way as well because it's mm-hmm. it's the healthier way to do it right yeah so i think at times when i like will have a craving for like popeyes or some random shit like there's just that in the back of my head i'm like oh man she's gonna see me like crush this popeye sandwich right now like, you know <laughs> what i mean um which for me at the end of the day i do what i'm gonna do but there is that guilt that's there and i think i kind of look at it as a healthy thing because i think you know, it, it's something you don't want to feel, right? Like, you don't want mm-hmm. to feel... So, it, it motivates you to not eat that way. Or it motivates you to try to um, pick healthier options or um, eat that way less. Yeah. You know? So, I think I actually try to keep that guilt present and not ever feel like, I don't give a shit. Like, you know? Yeah. Um, now, myself, yeah. But I also think it's good to sometimes not give a shit and, like... Yeah, and I think you're good at... Live your own life and do what you want to do in that moment and make your own choices. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that's something I think you're really funny with, too. You want me to live my life and enjoy food, but at the same time, don't eat that way because that's not how who you are. Yeah, it's not you. It's weird. Yeah. But, like, see, if I were to order a Popeye's or something right now, you yeah. probably want to smack it out of my hand. I don't think I'd let you do it. Yeah. Because I know it would fuck you up. Oh, completely. That's what I mean. Um, and, like, you wouldn't even like it. I guess for me, 
I can't even picture you <laughs> liking food like that. Yeah. I can picture you eating it. But I can't picture you like, mmm, so crispy. Like, I just don't... <laughs> so much grease. Yeah. I just don't... That's not your thing. Because yeah. your mind, you know, your mind's so wrapped around nutrition that you couldn't eat that kind of grease. Or you'd yeah. be like, this is rancid grease. And blah, 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 blah. Right? Yeah. Um, so, yeah. I, I think it would be more so because I would know, like, that's not you. Yeah. 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 Um, and I think that's the thing, too. A lot of people don't realize that I'm choosing completely to eat this way. Mm-hmm. True. Like, a lot of people are like, why do you do that? I mean, even my dad and my Nona, mm-hmm. like, when I was just there the other day with Quinn at my Nona's house, like, she was so upset I didn't want to give Quinn one of her cookies. Yeah. Um, and she's like, is she ever going to eat my lasagna? Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, she was so upset about it. But it's just, it's an actual choice for me. I prefer to eat this way. I feel better. Mm-hmm. And I think, you know, people get upset about that. People feel Real offended. offended yeah. yeah. And they almost feel like I'm putting myself above them that I eat this way. Mm-hmm. And I'm just saying, no, it's just my choice for me. Right. Yeah, I think that's one thing that I that I think kind of sucks about the whole thing. Like, how people... Like, I wish people were just more understanding of it and just didn't... Almost didn't care as much. Like, yeah. sure, whatever. Eat how you want to eat. I don't care. Yeah. I feel like people... And again, I think it's that same projection that people understand. Like, oh, shit, she eats so good. Like, it's, it's almost a guilty feeling that makes you go... So, like, why are you doing that? Why are you eating like yeah, that? Right? Yeah. Right? It's like that insecurity that kind of seeps in in its own way. And, mm-hmm. um, yeah, even with some of my clients who will, you know, I'll say, oh, I'm going to, today, I was telling one of my clients I'm going to get fish and chips. And she was like, so what's, like, so wait, what's, like, Melanie going to get? Like, I don't, like, what can she get? And I'm just like, oh, she's not, <laughs> she's not going to get anything. I'm, this is me getting mm-hmm. it. What are you yeah, talking yeah. about? And then she's like, oh, but, like, what would she get? I'm like, nothing. Mm-hmm. I you know? Mm-hmm. And then she, and then it went, does she eat fish? Does she? And I'm just like, what are we talking about? Right yeah, now? yeah. You know? So I think people just, I don't know. It's like they can't wrap their head around it sometimes, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, yeah. And I guess I'll, I'll touch on one more. And, and it's just uh, one of the benefits, I think, of being with somebody who eats a healthy, healthy. And that's just by association, naturally, you're going to eat better. Like, you're going to eat healthier. You're being around that person you're going to learn a lot more about food which i have with you and you know i just think when you learn something you can't unlearn it you can't unknow it so yeah if i if i'm eating potato chips every single day and i have no idea it's unhealthy for me let's say for example and then you give me three reasons why it's murdering me mm-hmm. it's like oh i can't eat this anymore. like it just no. turns you off from it right yeah but sometimes you ask the same questions again i'm just like hoping that i'm going to change my answer yeah maybe I don't even know, but probably. Yeah. But I just think naturally, you just start eating healthier. And then once you start eating healthier, you start noticing how those foods make you feel. And essentially, you just become more aware of um, how food actually affects you. And I think from personal experience, I can say, like, I guarantee people don't really think about that. Mm -hmm. Similarly to how with training, you know, um, people don't have a mind to muscle connection most people like most people don't mm-hmm. know how to move properly yeah. or you tell them you cue them to do a certain thing and they don't know how to put their body in that position and it's it's because they don't have a relationship with movement mm-hmm. and i think it's the same thing with food so you know i think being around somebody who is a better eater you learn more about how foods affect you and how so it's just 
kind of a trickle down effect, mm-hmm. I guess, mm-hmm. which is a benefit. You learn more, you, you naturally eat healthier by association, and um, yeah. So yeah. that's that's definitely one of the pros. So it's not all bad, you know. Yeah. And I will say with that, like for me, <clears throat> when you're having one of your like need to have a treat moments, I think I a lot of times will feel like, you know what, I should give myself a treat too. Because mm-hmm. um, I think especially. Oh, when I do what you're saying. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Because um, I don't, I don't think about it. Like if I'm just going day to day, if I lived by myself and just fed myself, like. I probably wouldn't really eat out much and mm. I wouldn't, you know, order things. I just, I don't think about it. I just kind of keep doing what I'm doing. Right. Um, but then again, when I do have some gummies or something like that, I'm like a fiend where I'm like, more gummies. Yeah. But, yeah. Yeah. Okay. Um, yeah, and I guess to wrap this segment up, the, the nutshell thing, essentially if you're with somebody who eats opposite of the way you eat, um, it just comes down to respecting that person, respecting their decisions, and not, you know, judging them. Um, and if you do have information for them, or if you do have a suggestion for them, coming at them with, uh, in a way that's constructive, and not just like pointing the finger or making them feel yeah, or making them feel bad or anything like that. Like obviously, you know, the person's not eating the way they eat to offend you, so don't take offense to it. Mm-hmm. And just help them if they need help. If they ask for help, don't be like, well, you're eating chips right now, so you clearly need help. Like, yeah. no, maybe that dude just wants to eat some chips right now. But um, just being open, communicating, and not being judgmental. Mm-hmm. You know? And I think, too, a lot of things that people don't realize is a lot of people who eat this way, it, they're stemming from something that happened in their life where they had to make a drastic change. Mm-hmm. Like, I wasn't going to continue to go on, like, being tired all the time, being on medication, um, you know, just not feeling well all the time. So mm-hmm. I wanted to make a change, and that's essentially what I did, and this is what worked for me. And everyone I know that went to the same program I did or eats this way, mm-hmm. it's all from something that happened in their life where they had to make a drastic change. Mm-hmm. Um, and not to say everyone's like that, but... Um, I'll say majority of people, it's something to them or their family member or something. So yeah. there's a reason behind it. Hmm. That's interesting. Well, that's cool. Uh, let's move on to the striking thought. Uh, so for today's striking thought, I wanted to um, discuss masculinity and like fragile masculinity. So, you know, obviously when you hear the word masculine, we all kind of have things that pop into our head, whether it be tough or someone who's, you know, a guy that's good at everything or a guy that's better than or a guy that's like a boss, you know, who's got money and cars and, money, you know, a great job and um, someone who's impressive, someone that some people like a rugged type of guy, some people like a clean cut suits kind of guy, mm-hmm. you know, like we just think about <laughs> someone who could fight and will defend his woman, like just those mm-hmm. are all the things that we kind of associate with masculinity. Um, and I think a lot of those things can be true. There's nothing wrong with those things. Um, but to me, I just think masculinity is those things, but essentially, obviously taking care of your household, taking care of yourself, being responsible. And you know what? Honestly, in a lot of ways, masculinity and femininity can be similar in the sense that 
it just means you're taking care of yourself mm-hmm. at the end of the day. And you're taking care of the people around you mm-hmm. in the ways that you do as a male or female. Yeah. Right? With your strengths and your or, or weaknesses or whatever. Um, and masculinity is like, kind of no different from that, right? Mm-hmm. Um, but I think, and I'll just speak for the men, but, you know, masculinity comes with a lot of... Um, you know, people have preemptive thoughts of what that should be, what you should look like, what you should be doing, how you should present yourself. And I think because those things exist in society, a lot of times we see fragile masculinity, which to me, by definition, fragile masculinity is you're trying, you know, you're trying to be masculine or act masculine and you're either, you feel like you're not, so you're hiding something or you're covering something up or you're, um, you know, doing things that makes you look the part, but you're not, whatever the case may be, right? So with fragile masculinity, you see certain things like jealousy, whether it be, you know, you're a guy that's with your girlfriend and she brings up her ex and like you get mad or you get passive aggressive with her. It's like, well, that's fragile masculinity, bro. Mm -hmm. Like, why are you getting mad at her for her past, for example? Yeah. You know, or lying is a, is a big one. Now, lying, I think, is interesting because there's different versions of why people lie or men lie, I think. And I think one of them is fragile masculinity, mm-hmm. whether it be you're lying to still uphold the image you want that person to have of you. Mm-hmm. Um, Some you type know. of insecurity. Yeah, totally. Like insecurity, pretending, so kind of the same thing, whether it be pretending to have a certain amount of money or pretending to be more than you are or have something that you don't you know um i think when you care too much about what others think i think that's a that's a sign of fragile masculinity you know if if i'm wearing red pants and someone says ew like those pants are red like those aren't cool Mm -hmm. and i take it to heart and then i i super defend myself or i change my wardrobe like bro just wear the pants you want to wear dude Mm -hmm. you know don't be fragile about it Mm -hmm. um and i think just focusing on the wrong things and um you know, so if, you know, you have a family or something, like, are you taking care of that family? Are you providing for that family? Or are you just trying to look like the coolest guy in the neighborhood and have all the cool stuff so everyone thinks you're cool? Or trying to front that you have it or that your family's good, but they're actually not, mm-hmm. right? Like, I think these are all signs of fragile masculinity where you're just not, you know, you're not really holding your own. And you're not being responsible with the responsibilities that you have as a man to yourself or to the people around you. Um, so I guess some of the things that I think, you know, you need to focus on as a male is be like, so even with the lying thing or the jealousy thing or pretending, like instead of having to, instead of doing those things or instead of being that way, whether it be jealous or lying or pretending, you know, be the person that you're happy to be honest about. So whatever you're pretending about, Whatever you're lying about, don't do that. Or if you're if you're lying to people that you can lift a certain amount of weight, well, why don't you just work towards being able to lift that weight so you don't have to lie anymore about it? Mm-hmm. Or lift a weight that's reasonable for you and be proud of what you're doing. Exactly. Um, you know, or if it's jealousy and if there's something that you can't get over or something that you're jealous about, well, wh- you have to ask yourself, why are you jealous about it? Are you jealous because it's something that you can't have? Are you jealous because something that you're too lazy to work towards? So once you figure out why you're jealous, then you can figure out how to not be jealous, 
right? So if it's something that you need to work towards to have and you realize you're too lazy, you're either going to get off your ass and work for it or get over it, mm-hmm. right? But do something so you don't have to feel that jealousy. Be honest with, you know, yourself. Um, do you think men in our society have mm-hmm. more trouble with that as the same way women do with seeing certain things in social media where they feel like they have to look a certain way? Do you think mm-hmm. men deal with that as well? Um, yeah, I don't think as much as women do, for sure. I definitely think when it comes to just, like, body image, I think women do have a harder time or have more scrutiny in that area. However, I do think it's underplayed how much men also have um, that scrutiny as well mm-hmm. to look a certain way or whatever. So not even body image, but okay. just seeing these images of men living these lives right. and feeling like they mm-hmm. need to live up to that. Oh, absolutely. I think I think just with social media in general, it's like Instagram, for example. Like on Instagram, you only see the best versions of people, right? Mm-hmm. And and sometimes it's not even the best version of them. It's a it's a made up version of them. It's a posed. Mm-hmm. It's a you know it's mm-hmm. someone's posing with a rented car, like just stuff like that, right? Mm-hmm. Um, so naturally, I think everyone does have a sense of trying to emulate that because they see be, not even because they see that as the shit, but because they know people think that's the shit. Yeah. So they want people to think, oh, I'm the shit too. They want to them to look at them the same way exactly i know what you mean yeah and I think people do too <laughs> but um but yeah you just gotta be honest with yourself man and you just gotta be the person that you're genuinely happy and proud to be so whatever that is if you need to work towards that work towards that because your life is just it, you'll be so much more relaxed in your own skin at that point you know um do things that make yourself proud so that way you feel proud of yourself you feel good about who you are you feel like you're cool or you're the shit or you see reasons why people should value you which may you know what i mean like mm-hmm. it's just you'll carry yourself differently um you know and that comes with having goals and having ambition like you're not gonna be or work towards anything if you don't have goals or if you're not even if you don't know what you want to do in your life yet i get that we've all been in high school or early 20s where we weren't sure what we wanted to do yet but then go to work, mm-hmm. get a job, work, yeah. work, work, you know, get out there. See don't, what you want to yeah, do. Yeah, don't just sit at home, play video games all day with your boys. Don't just hang out at the mall all day. And that stuff's cool. I'm not knocking that stuff. But you have to then also do things that are constructive towards you really understanding what hard work is and understanding what it is to be in situations where you're forced to think about um what you do want or problem solve or work in other social settings than just chilling, right? Yeah. I think also, too, like, just figuring out a little bit of who you are, too, like, figuring yourself out to know what you would want to do. Mm-hmm. Um, have you experienced anything, um, you know, in the past, maybe your early adult years, but where you kind of experienced this fragile masculinity? For sure. And, and look, I think fragile masculinity is, um, it's not just something that like you are or you're not. Mm-hmm. I think just like any emotion, we have moments of it, mm-hmm. you know? Um, so yeah, definitely. I mean, when I was a teenager uh, and I'd hang out with my friends who were like, not all of them, but a lot of them were, some of them were like 
dancers, mm-hmm. essentially. Mm-hmm. They weren't necessarily a part of like the Crips or the Bloods, but you know, they were doing gang activity. And there were times where I felt pressure to like to be like, yeah, I'm cool with it. Like, yeah, let's go fucking do mm-hmm. some shit, mm-hmm. right? But deep down, I I wasn't. And <laughs> you know, the thing with that is, you end up doing things that you don't believe in or want to do because you're trying to look cool for people mm-hmm. like for what you know mm-hmm. um and honestly it wasn't even something that as i got older i realized like no in the moment i knew like what am i doing you know mm-hmm. um so yeah definitely i would say in my later teens or, or sorry not later teens but even in my 20s and my, my later 20s like um being in relationships that i wasn't proud of but I just felt pressure to be like to act like I'm proud of them mm-hmm. because then people won't think, well, why are you in the, like then they won't judge me for being um, weak and not leaving. Like why yeah. am I in a relationship I don't want to be in? Yeah. So you almost feel like defending it just so that people think you're good or that's what you want. Yeah. Um, you know, just so yeah, I think I I could go on and on about several um moments or feelings of of having or dealing with fragile masculinity so it's i don't think anybody should feel ashamed in recognizing that they've exhibited fragile masculinity but you know when you do exhibit it like okay that's something hold on to that and then try to figure out what it is and what you need to do to potentially or give yourself the highest probability to not go back to that thought or feeling again Mm -hmm. um and yeah, I just think a lot of those things are just becoming the person that you're happy to be honest about being, mm-hmm. you know, do things that make you proud. Um, and a lot of times that comes with hard work that comes with, um, you know, aligning yourself with people who um, are positive influences for you. A lot of times it's people who are better than you in the area you're trying to get better at because they're going to help you get better. Um, things like that, man. Just to motivate you. Yeah. And just people that. People who accept you for who you truly are, I think you need to surround yourself with those people. Mm-hmm. And, you know, obviously, the younger you are, I think the harder that is. You still don't know who you are yet. You're yeah. Figuring it all out. But, um, you know, as you get older, like, be okay with just being around people who you know support you and are cool with you for who you are. Mm-hmm. Right? Yeah, for sure. Yeah. So, you know, um. I think fragile masculinity is something that we all should address and like it's okay that it exists but it essentially acknowledging it just allows us to aspire to move away from it and do better be better all that stuff you know mm-hmm. so so yeah just a little food for thought you know my little striking thought of the day <laughs> uh-huh um yeah and then we'll end our closing or end our podcast i was gonna mm-hmm. say session like we're doing a personal training session see that's not um yeah, that's not what we're doing yeah with our closing questions okay what you got? so um first word for you what's the first word that comes to your mind mm-hmm. when i say car cherokee honeymoon san francisco i don't know why that's the first thing that came to mind and that's why i said it um <laughs> <laughs> uh work training future kids don't know why we're not having any more we're not having any more kids <laughs> that's the first word that came to my mind though wish i took it back <laughs> that's never gonna happen again 
<laughs> never. That is never. We are never having another child. Oh, that's so funny. Um, <laughs> nope. I feel like that's especially funny to me because you like to just be you. And <laughs> what do you mean? Oh, 100%. Yeah, I, I was expecting an answer of just like you doing something by yourself yeah, with yeah. no one else. Sailing alone. Yeah. 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 <laughs> um, Instagram. Boats. <laughs> you. Sick. Yuck. <laughs> <laughs> I like that though. All right, I'm just gonna throw words at you too. Uh, first thing that comes to mind when I say house. Want one. Okay, that's two words, but <laughs> gotcha. Um, work. Want more. <laughs> <laughs> okay, COVID. Over it. Okay. Okay. Um. Hmm. Future. Life. You know, that's the worst thing that came to mind. I'm just like, freedom. Yeah, I feel you. Alright. Okay. Cars. I panicked. Nothing. I panicked. You, <laughs> nothing. You know nothing in this area. No. Does it Does it drive? Yes, it does. Does it have four wheels? Yes, it does. I'll take it. Yeah. yeah. Pretty much. Yeah. When I'm in my car before, I like literally drove it around the block with the woman in the car next to me and didn't even realize that the windows rolled down manually. That's wow. how excited I was just to get just a new car. Driving. Yeah. Oh, it was a great terrible. price, but still. That's why it was probably so cheap. Yeah. My gosh. <laughs> yeah. What year was that that you bought that car? I'm going to get pissed. I think it was 05. Um, that's okay. I think in 05, if you still had like manual, win- uh, manual windows... It's not, you're not... But it was still weird, because no one else's car had that, even my Nona's car So were people didn't looking for it, and you had to be like, oh, you gotta want you gotta want I it. looked for it the first time That's that I had to unroll the window. Yeah. Unroll, is that what you say? You know what's funny about that? So I remember one time I was training a client, and so I said, so I'll just tell the story, I'll add to the story, and I'll say the word that I use that isn't, I don't know if it's right, but I said, so yeah, I was walking down the street, and then I was, no, sorry, I was driving, and I saw this guy walking, I wanted to talk to him. So I wound the window down, right? And then I talked to the guy. Now, I said, wound the window down. Okay? Didn't that, but didn't it sound natural? Um, I think just because wound and window go together. That's what I'm saying, though. But, but wound doesn't sound like a word to me. I don't think it is. But where did I get that from, number one? Number two, why did it sound so right? <laughs> I, wound on the, I wound the window down. Talk to him. Yeah. What did I say? Unrolled? No. Yeah, unrolled or un- something dumb. Yeah. <laughs> something like that. But I wound down the window. Did you look it up? I think we did. And I think it's not a thing. I think it's not a thing. I think we looked it up. We were laughing forever. But I wound... I think you have to say I rolled down the window. Yeah. Yeah. Like, that's what you say. That's what humans say, yeah. That's what human beings say, not idiots. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, wound down the window. Nothing, right? No. It You're... just says wind down, not yeah. wound. Yeah. So I was dumb, right? Yeah. Yeah. And that's fine. I'll take it. All right. Uh, my closing question for you is, how would your life be different? Or just what would your life be right now if you had no kids and you were single? Mm. I'd be done school. Okay. 
Um, I'd probably still live in this area. I really like this area. But would you live, like, here? Um, if I could afford it, yeah. Um... You probably, you probably could afford it, though. Yeah. If you were working. Yeah. You'd just be working. Okay, go ahead. I'll tell you. You tell me your life. <laughs> well, you'd be doing this, and you'd be doing that, because I still yeah, run your yeah. life. Yeah. Um, I feel like I would probably, like, do stupid learning things a lot more. Like, even though I'd be done school, I could see myself. Um, that phase I went through where I wanted to play basketball, where I feel like I'm still kind of in that phase. That was, like, a weekend. No, you, you just don't want to go to the park anymore. No, when we were going to the park, like, with oh, Quinn and Vay. Right, yeah, okay. And I had mad skills. Well, that was, like, literally two weeks in a row. Where yeah, you but, were, like, I really want to, you know, teach me, like, layups and all that kind of stuff. Yeah, but nobody's going to go to the park for me by myself. That's what I mean. If I didn't have all this stuff going on, yes. can I just be me? Yep, sorry, <laughs> sorry, be you. be you. I feel like I would do a lot more of those things. Mm-hmm. Um, Even yesterday with Quinn... I literally said, like, it's 9 o'clock, my day is kind of done, I want to sit down, do something on the computer, mm-hmm. and she had to sit beside me and do what I was doing kind of thing, which is what happens when you have kids. Mm-hmm. But I just, for me, it'd be a lot more of those things, of just being able to sit down, read a book, sit down, look something up, sit down, you know, whatever, or go to the movies. I haven't been in the movies since she's been born. Um, so I think I would do a lot more of that. I probably would travel a bit more. And... Yeah, I see myself traveling a bit more, having like an actual concrete hobby. Um, I've been doing pretty well with the painting thing, but um, yeah, uh, something a bit more than that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I don't see myself going out every weekend. That's not my vibe. Mm-hmm. But just like hanging out with friends at each other's houses or whatever. That'd be my life. Cool. What would your life be? Um, he thinks about this all the time. He daydreams about it. <laughs> no. Um, <laughs> no. I think. I think my debt would be paid off. I think I would have a. Um, I think I'd have a Cherokee. Um, or something. I think I would travel a bit more for sure, by myself too. Like I would enjoy that. Mm-hmm. Um. I. Th- I'd be working a shit ton. Like, I would just, like, work with... I would just work. Because mm-hmm. I would, like... I like I like making money. It feels good. Especially when it's doing something I like doing. Yeah. Um, and I think... You know, I think... It's going to sound bad, but... I think coming home to, like... Coming home to, to, to... Coming home to have to do nothing is... One of the best feelings. Yeah, like, it's one of the best feelings. You can actually, you actually feel like you can, like, recover. Yeah. You know? Yeah. So I would feel rested every day. I'd work 12 mm-hmm. hours. Every, like I'd just mm-hmm. work my ass off mm-hmm. and, and be good with it. Um, I actually think some, a place that we could have done with more time mm-hmm. is because our relationship went pretty fast. Mm-hmm. But I feel like we had very little time to just be comfortable with doing separate things. Because I think, especially when we first moved in together, you would mention sometimes of, like, you were wanting me to read or do other things so you could play video games and not feel guilty that I'm just, like, in the room by myself. And I would definitely have moments of that, too, of feeling like, go do something so I don't feel like I can't do this. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So I think we didn't really have enough time in between being comfortable with that and having Quinn to just come home and do nothing. 
Yeah, I really love, and I don't know. I was gonna say it's a male thing, but I'll just speak for myself. I love doing my thing. Mm-hmm. That's your favorite I, thing. That's my favorite thing. When I can just do my thing, that's the best thing mm-hmm. to me. Yeah. So I think yeah. So I think <laughs> if that, I just mean that really recharges me. Like yeah. You know, not that it's draining to be around my family, but you know what I mean. No, but that's your personality, and I recognize yeah. that. And yeah, dude, I just love to chill. I like to chill and just have people around, but not have to be responsible for them. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so I would just, yeah, I would work. I would, yeah, I wouldn't do anything crazy. I don't even think I'd hang out with my friends more, I, I, a little bit more, obviously, but mm-hmm. I'd be working. So, mm-hmm. I mean, I see my friends every Sunday. I, I think I'd maybe see them one other day a week to come mm-hmm. watch a ball game on, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. But, um, I think I'd spend more time with my family for sure. Um, and not like a crazy amount, but. I would, I would, mm-hmm. um, yeah, I think that'd be my life. Yeah. And I wouldn't go anywhere fancy when I travel either. Like, I don't, I don't think I would go to like, go explore Greece alone. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, I feel like if I'm exploring a place and like getting to know the culture, I'd want to go with somebody to experience that with, even yes. if it's just a friend. But, um, yeah, I would just want to go somewhere hot and sit down on the beach a week like i'm good with that not a week i'd go for like four days dance yeah just to recharge yeah um yeah that'd be my life yeah Yeah. i can see that i feel like you think about it every week no i don't think about it every week (laughs) i keep saying that every other week Mm -mm. because that's not reality and it's not ever going to be reality so anything you want to say before we close the book Mm. <laughs> no. What? I had water in my mouth. You can hear that? The swallow? Yeah. I told you I heard the swallow. Oh. You probably heard it too. Okay. Yeah. I got oven. All right. Well, I guess that's all we got for today. This is a clean one. Hour and two minutes. Oh, good. Spot on. When I was doing the nutrition part of it. Did you think you were talking too much? Yeah. I was like, oh my God, hurry up, hurry up, hurry up. You're good. Well, for us here at In the Gray, it's all we got. Signing out. Have a good day, dude. <laughs>